0: Hello. Hi. Welcome back. To Like Honestly. <laughs> we we got done recording our last episode and we were like, oh, it was episode 30. So oh, it's episode 31. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. All right, I'm Mariah. I'm Erica. And today we I have a funny intro story. And then mm-hmm. we're gonna talk a little bit about chivalry. Yeah, baby. Buckle up. I'm buckled. All right. So my story is <laughs> embarrassing. <The drama. laughs> it's embarrassing. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to put it out there. Has, rip it off like a band-aid. Rip it off. Who here <laughs> – This is like a put a finger down, the TikTok trend. Like put a finger down if – um Put a finger down if – you have ever had a booty picture on your phone and then your incredibly conservative, innocent, sweet, religious coworker sees it. And then hold on and then put a finger down if she asks you if that was a butt. <laughs> and then put a finger down if you deny it. Wait, so what did you say it was instead? I said, no, and then I grabbed my phone from her. Way to play it cool. Yeah, no, it was like, you know, like, you get busted lying. Like, it was so that, but it was, like, so awkward that she, like, wasn't going to call me. Thank God she's a nice person because if somebody did that to me, I'd be like, you fucking liar. Like... (laughs) I would yeah. totally call them out on it. She just, like, played it cool, but, like, we were both, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, super awkward just, like, playing it off. Oh. A, a lot of politeness after that. <laughs> yeah. And I was, like, kind of bummed because it was, like, <laughs> kind of bummed. Yeah. Um, it was, like, a good bum pick. So, like, if it was anybody else, I'd be, like, yeah, check it out. Like, look at that dunk! I would have, like, showed whoever look else it was. Look at that donk. <laughs> If you, if it was you, I would have been like, yeah. Do you want me to send it to you? Like, do you do you need to use this? Like, yeah. Can I borrow? (laughs) (laughs) But I fucking denied it. So then I like ran into my other coworker's office and I was like, (gasps) I have to tell you what I just did. (laughs) She was like dying. She's like, did she ask to see for to see it? Um. Maybe I shot her. I don't even remember if I showed her. See, like it wouldn't be weird if I showed her. like it was just, oh my gosh, you need to protect the eyes of the innocent, yeah, especially with a donk like this too. like you can't just be like that's not an amateur donk, no, it's like it's a full full grown peach, ladies and gentlemen,, <laughs> ah, and it was like it was like the good angle where like. You know, you take the picture upside down, and then you have to like rotate it to get it right side up. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick your ass out, like, but nobody can tell that your butt's like stuck out. You're just like arching your back, and it, like almost puts you in a cramp to take it. Like, oh yeah, it was that, oh, yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen someone else's, um, I, like any kind of sexy pic? Mm. Um, yeah, like on accident or like, yeah. I mean. Um, I mean, like my friend Jen and I are like super open, so she's like, uh, check this out. Like she show me like, look what I just got or like, look what I just sent or <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I don't think that I've ever there's an unwritten rule, you guys. And this is how she found it is because she freaking scrolled when I was showing oh. her something else. There's an unwritten rule, ladies and gentlemen, if somebody gives you their phone, it's like a bomb. Be delicate. Don't scroll. Also, she was kind of one of those ones that like I was showing her something on my phone. There's also an unwritten rule. If that person doesn't blatantly hand you their phone like free willy-nilly, give Mm -hmm. their phone up, you don't take it out of their hand. And that drives me bonkers. I have another friend who does that. Like she'll just grab your phone out of your hands, like to start looking and it's like instant panic even though like I don't typically have stuff like that on my phone so it's like not that big of a deal but like also sometimes like I'll send you Erica like I send Erica pictures of like my 14 chins like I don't like and I don't I forget to delete it like you I, I have just as much anxiety about somebody seeing that as I do about somebody seeing my butt like you just don't do it yeah, no. And even no, no. if you do, even if you do take it out of their hand, you say, like, is it okay for me to scroll? Or, like, is there more? Yeah, yeah. You got to be careful. You really got to be careful with that. And, like, but also at the same time, like, if she's, like, super sweet and isn't obviously not sending inappropriate pics and probably doesn't have that kind of content on her phone, so maybe she just doesn't know. No, and she has, like, like a couple of kids. Like, she's, you know – um, She's she, like her her Instagram feed is probably or her uh picture feed is probably just full of kid pictures. She's out of the fun zone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. So may may we ever have sexy pics on our phones even after we have kids? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. So funny. Um yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to try to own it next time. But yeah, it, I think like the even funnier per- part about that story is I freaking denied it. Well, you know, actually talking about like proper etiquette, she, even if she saw it, she shouldn't have, she should have quickly scrolled back the other way and pretend like she didn't see it at all. Whoops. Or just given it like a whoops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but not like, is that a butt? Like, yeah. Also, well, like, also just a butt? Like <laughs> a yeah, random butt. Yeah. Like that is the. But lady <laughs> so uh, <laughs> fuck oh uh, yeah all right so how well, about that chivalry <laughs> it oh, ain't wow, dead that. guys it ain't dead <laughs> i'm still sending the booty pics <laughs> uh, did he did he do you have to do something to earn that or is that just for funsies um i think that that depends on the day i mean not that i'm like doing that on the daily but that's like uh Hey, you gave me a lot of compliments. Here's a booty. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's let's hit on with some chivalry because Ugh. I feel fired up about this. Yeah, I mean, where do you want to start? I feel so my general sentiment like when you're like when I hear the sentence is chivalry, is chivalry dead, I don't know why, but the idea of chivalry grosses me out. Mm. But but if I actually dig into it, it's only certain things that I don't like. But there are certain certain rules. I think there's a modern chivalry that should still be in play. Ooh, okay. See, I like the old I like the old-fashioned chivalry of like because that feels like acts of service to me, which we all know is my love language if we go back a couple of <laughs> um episodes. Even though apparently, sorry Rob, we didn't actually say acts of service i know i probably should have went back and listened again but i'm pretty sure we did but whatever whatever i'll, I'll let them have it <laughs> men um <laughs> so i i like the old old school like hold the door open um open my car door for me like hold my hand and like treat me like i'm a little bit of a damsel in distress sometimes but also know that i'm fucking not like so that's that's where like the modern piece of it comes in like treat me like that but also tell me that I'm a badass and know that like like change my oil and like do these things and do these like man things for me but then also know that I could fucking do it myself too yeah you could I couldn't we already (laughs) already covered this though But, but that's where like that's where I stand on chivalry like I it doesn't gross me out like hearing the word chivalry doesn't really gross me out I guess but also um like the intention or the things the services or like the acts I guess that I associate with chivalry like I've met guys before that like want recognition for it and that is icky like that's the modern chivalry or like things that feel icky to me whereas it's like if you're just doing it because you're being a gentleman like I love that yeah you know what I guess that's a good distinction don't put on a chivalrous is that a word chivalrous I think so don't put on a show just because like we just started dating and Uh, and you want to make a good impression because that fucking sucks when you stop doing that eventually. Um, My one thing that I really hate that you just mentioned and I don't exactly know why I hate it so much Mm. I hate when men insist on opening my car door. So okay I think that I don't want it done every single time but like I like it when it's playful like Ooh, let me get that door for you. And then Yeah, I don't mind either if it's like a nice like, oh, for it's some nice occasion. It's our anniversary. And yes. We're going to like a nice restaurant or something. Yes. And yeah, and you're like playing up into it. But I find it so awkward. Well, yeah, because then like- you're like dancing around and you're like, I'm fucking cold, like get me in the car, and like yeah. you're taking too long, or like I'm st- you're doing that like dance walk where you're like you're not sure who goes first. Like yeah yeah but but I agree with you on like a special occasion but but that being said, I always like the door held open for me um which is funny, like particularly by strangers I like when like i was a I was stranger thinking. opens the door for me at like a restaurant or like uh uh-huh. a a store somebody like holds the door for me I'm like wow you're such a gentleman like that was really nice do you ever um yeah I I actually think like holding the door open for people just in general is something that everyone should do it's just such a nice thing that takes absolutely no time whatsoever and uh but I was gonna say have you ever I love it when um let's say you're like at the mall and this guy is there like with his girlfriend or wife and he like holds the door open for her she goes through and then he like continues to hold it open for you and you're just like oh you're such a good boyfriend you go (laughs) you go glenn coco (laughs) i uh, in those instances like this is where society's fucked i always feel like i'm like oh like thanks so much and i like almost thank the girl too because like i don't want the girl to think that like I'm flirting with her boyfriend because he held the door open for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, but there's also like a certain like etiquette that goes with it. Like you can't, don't hold the door if they're too far behind because now you're making them jog. To- oh my gosh. That happened to me yesterday. I had to run inside a, a store because a guy was like holding the door for me and I had to run in the snow. Like, no. Yeah. I mean, it was nice and like, it it wasn't like that far, but it was, Yeah. It was, it was very borderline like I'm not going to hold the door for this girl and I'm going to be a complete asshole because it's going to close right as she – where is her hand against uh, it. Yeah, or I'm going to have to make her hustle a little. I do the thing – so if I notice someone is trying to hold the door open for me but I don't want to hustle, like I don't want to be bothered with it, I just don't look at them. Like, oh, my look- God. I look down until no, because that's the thing. No, because that's the thing is if they see you, they see you seeing them at the door, they now feel obligated to hold it. But but you're like still so far back. You're like, I'm not going to fucking run just and I'm also not going to make you stand there while I take my sweet (laughs) ass time to get to the door. However, if you see me and I'm just, I'm quote unquote, distracted. I'm looking at my phone. I (laughs) whatever. Then you're going to be like, okay, good. She didn't see me. Like she never, she'll never know I was here. And they get to, they get off the hook. If you, if we go back and like, listen to our episodes, you can literally like pinpoint the things that made us like anxious introverts. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is one of those things that, like, should not be overthought in, like, we're analyzing the fuck out of it. We are totally not the only ones, though. No, I mean, there's just weird, like, just weird situations like that that are, like, the worst. And they're so minor, but they're just, like, the worst. <laughs> I, you know, the whole um, concept of, like, chivalry always made me so uncomfortable until uh i think probably when i went to college because in west texas you're more likely to find a more like old school kind of um guy like who's more traditional like women uh women don't like walk on the outside of the street the you know they walk on the or inside of the sidewalk and the men walks on like the street side Mm -hmm. they always open your cart cody is like this by the way he's not from west texas but like he he's like this but um the first time i ever ran into guys like this was in lubbock um and you know like they no matter what like it's offensive to them if you try to pay on the first date which we should talk about and uh, you know, just that kind of like over the top, like you when the when you're at a table and the woman stands up to go to the bathroom, everyone stands up, you take your hat off at the table like very, very uh traditional type of like politeness mm-hmm. uh, manners that like when it comes to like women, which I guess I just I don't know if that's the actual definition of chivalry. I'm just categorizing all of that under that in my head, no, I think that is that is, but I think that that. I it's interesting because I was going to bring it up that you're from the South so you probably have or like you've lived in the South most of your life like you probably have a way skewed version on this because there's like such a mama's boy like southern charm mm-hmm. thing associated with chivalry that like is maybe more off-putting than like the type of chivalry that I'm talking about so like I enjoy like the protective side of things. Like I like that you're putting extra effort and thought into like walking on the outside of the road, but also don't make it a thing if like naturally we just end up like this. Like you don't need to stop me in my tracks to switch positions (laughs) with me. So like (laughs) just letting it happen naturally is cool to me. But like the second I was like on a date with somebody and they stood up at the table because I'm going to the bathroom. Like, bitch, sit your ass down because not everybody in the restaurant needs to know that I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, there's – I feel like there's some very – um, like, some real extremes that are different between – What the, about like- – what about like pushing it, like uh, pulling out the chair and then like pushing it in for you and all? Oh that? no, don't push it in for me. Like I, I sit like a child. We <laughs> we know this, so I don't sit with both feet on my ground on the ground, even at a restaurant usually, uh-huh. unless it's like a very fancy restaurant. And I'm wearing heels that will stab my ass if I put a foot under, <laughs> yeah, a foot under. Yeah. But like no, I mean. I think that there's a level of, like, don't go out of your way, but, like, don't stand up at the table until I'm done eating. Like, that feels annoying. <laughs> um, Or, like, if I'm gathering my things and then, like, you stand up and you're just, like, standing over me, I don't like that. Or um, – I think that's what causes some of the anxiety for me or, like, why I don't like it is I'm like, stop. Like, you're – like don't wait on me to like open the door for me like what if i'm like gathering all my shit up and i'm like taking a while now now i have the same anxiety about like the door thing like don't and i feel like i have to rush yeah i'm i'm rushed and now i'm flustered or like don't push in my chair like what if my dress is underneath it and i need to get like situated or like what if i don't like being pushed in all the way just let me handle like i let me handle it i got it thanks right (laughs) and like those like a lot of those things are just very like movie like to me like um like the the slow run thing that like you imagine that happening in real life but then it never ends up happening like the right way like the chair doesn't push in smoothly or something like it would just be way easier for me to just do that myself yeah thank you appreciate the thought buy me a drink like (laughs) okay so how do you feel about um making the first move like should you meet a guy somehow and do you think it's okay for the girl to like make the first move um and like ask them out or should that always be the guy I don't think it should always be the guy but I feel like in today's day and age like we have enough communication where like this is just something that's shifted and it's not like I don't think that there needs to be rules behind it like the girl can't do that but like I just feel like, I mean, I'm not the type of girl, like, if I'm interested in somebody and I don't feel like they're interested in me, like, I'm not going to make a move. But I feel like if I'm interested in them and I think they're interested in me and they're not making a move, like, I'm not afraid to. Yeah. I think I'm in the same boat. Like, I don't, It's like I, I just think that overthinking that is, like, kind of a waste of time. Like, we have enough enough at our fingertips that we can probably tell if somebody is into us or not right and then it just I feel like it today's day it just kind of happens naturally like hey I'm into you yeah I'm into you too all right this is a thing now okay maybe I don't know if that's always the case no I don't I don't think it's always the case I'm just saying in like my ideal situation like that's my communication with that is like Yeah. Like, if somebody isn't giving me those vibes or, like, if somebody isn't communicating that with me, then, like, I'm out anyway. So, it's just not – it's not something I ever really have to encounter, I guess. I think if if I'm ever in a position – like, I don't have a problem – like, if I'm feeling, like, some kind of vibe, I don't have a problem being, like – I don't think i would I don't think I would initiate a date like a formal date, but I would initiate like a hangout that for my own purposes is intended to be like, all right, we're gonna find out like what the actual situation is like are they actually into me? do they just think I'm a friend like do they not know like we're gonna find out, <laughs> yeah, and I think that there's like um. So, like, first kiss, do you feel that the same thing, the same way about, like, a first kiss? Like, should a guy always initiate that or? No. I don't think so either. Like, I just feel like that. But I also feel like it's so, these days it should be, like, so mutual, right? Like, you should be reading the situation to determine whether or not you think that that's, like, something that the other person wants. And then it'll probably happen around the same time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know if, I mean, I would hope you know if someone, if you, like, initiate a kiss, like, you know if they're going to kiss you back, like, or how they're feeling about this. I actually enjoy initiating. I think that's fun because I don't think many guys expect it. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit empowering. Yeah, and I think it's a little bit of, like, oh, okay, like, who the fuck am I dealing with? But the guys that you're describing that stand up when women go to the bathroom probably wouldn't like that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't think that all guys that follow like those types of like etiquette rules. I don't think they're like fully traditional always. No. And I think that like you, you just described exactly what I'm thinking, like they're rules. And so that's where I don't I don't like it. It's like if it feels like a rule and you're doing it because it's a rule, then stop. But if it's like something that you really value and that comes natural to you, then do it. Yeah. I mean, is it like, to me, those kinds of things are, were probably, I imagine we're probably taught to them in the same way that we were taught. Like when you come into someone's house, you always take off your shoes, mm-hmm. especially in the North, because I know one no one in Texas does that. I've actually fallen out of that habit, but I used to always, always, always take off my shoes. Like before you come in someone's house. And like, I feel like that's kind of the equivalent of okay like son make sure you are always like holding the door open for a woman or like hold it pull pulling her chair out for her like that's what i think those are probably probably less rules and like or probably less likely to be established as rules and more of like manner habits (laughs) well yeah and I think that so many of those like solid foundational things just teach general social skills and like social awareness so like that's something that I do with like some of my kids at work I'll be like hey like you're forgetting me don't don't forget the door like be a gentleman get the door for me and like Mm -hmm. like my older kids especially the kid who calls me cheeto like Mm -hmm. he enjoys um so like I pick him up in the parking lot and there's like a code to the door. Like he enjoys putting the code in. But so like when we first started, my goal with him was to like get him to put the code in and just like open the door. So Mm -hmm. then once he mastered that, I was like literally just getting the door slammed in my face like every time. (laughs) I was like, all right, I'm done. Like I'm done with that. So now it's like, wait, hey, like, be a gentleman. And he's like, be a gentleman. And he holds the door open. And like, I think that stuff's cute. Like, but that's not, I don't know. Like I I want him, I don't necessarily want to create like gender roles or like whatever. Like I'm just as happy to hold a door open for somebody as I am when somebody holds a door open for me. I just think that um, it's like important stuff to teach, to teach kids. Yeah, like just well, general th- politeness and like awareness of others around you. Exactly what I was I was just gonna say is, is some of it is just plain manners. Like I don't think it is uh a man's job to always open the door. That's an everyone job. Mm-hmm. Like just being aware of your surroundings, <laughs> yeah. being, being polite just to being a nice human. So, but what about like or that's it's not a question I think it's actually just a matter of preference like I think some because like okay I'm thinking back to at the beginning of this when you're like I'm a little bit like old school like I like you know do these like change my oil for me like without me like having to ask like but like know that I can do it on my own but like do it because it's a nice thing to do and like you want to like treat me nice Mm -hmm. um and I think I think it's interesting that stuff like that is so triggering to other people. There there's that the influencer that we follow that's like the man should lead in the in the relationship and Garth. Then, I know and we're both like fucking vomit. No, like absolutely not. But I don't think she's wrong. It's just not right for us. I think it's a matter of preference. Like some women really want um like a man to like lead and they and to take control of their relationship and they they want to have a more quote unquote traditional role as like a housemaker like taking care of the kids and well while other women are like no I don't want that like we are equals I make as much or more money than you do like I work too get in the kitchen do the dishes bitch like so I think it's just I don't think. Um, I think I keep hearing conver- – bless you. Sorry, I tried to mute, but I didn't. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> uh, I keep seeing things recently where people are kind of like on one side or the other with both men and women. And like, oh, well, women men, women want men to be like this. Or like, oh, I want men to be like this. Um, And I just don't think that you can generalize. Like every woman wants a certain – like there's a certain compatibility with their own like values and yeah yeah. (laughs) and it's like why can't like why do you so at the same time it's like I don't want a guy if that's not like what they want to do and that's just not how what feels natural to them I don't want them going out of their way to be doing all of these like acts of kindness for me if it doesn't feel natural to them because to your point earlier now it's a job now it's like oh I'm a burden to you. Yeah, my wife wants me to open the door for her. Like, it was so annoying. It's like, it's not the actual act, it's the intention behind it. Right, right. And I think that, like, those – but, like, those are huge um, indicators, like, in the beginning of a relationship as to whether or not someone is going to be compatible with you, right? So, like, if you don't like that extra attention, then – like they're probably not going to be able to like turn that down willingly. Or if they're not doing those things on like the first date and that's something that's important to you, like the first day is your time to shine, honey. Like <laughs> yeah. if you're not doing, if you're not holding the door open for me on the first date, like that, I'm like, I'm probably not going to marry you. I heard something recently that um I had never thought about before. And that was that people go on dates and particularly women will like go and find a guy that they are attracted to and then like try to date them and try to like force them into all of their ideals and like what they want in a man. So it's like, Oh, well, I know that I want a man who is, does this and acts like this, and like you know is interested in this hobby and does this. But then they just go and find like, oh, I think this guy is hot, and then you try to vet him for like, oh, but does he meet all these criteria? And I was like, I don't know if this is true of all women, but I'm like, huh, I think I've definitely done that. I've I think that's definitely true. done that. You try to groom them because you're like you like something about them, but then you try to be like, okay, this is my ideal man. And it's like you have the potential in front of you so I can fix him. Yeah. And I don't think I don't even know if that's a, an intentional decision like, oh, he doesn't meet any of these, but don't worry, I'll change him, I think, or at least for me, it's more like it's fine. I don't need that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's dangerous, though. Yeah, but it's like, you know, in the beginning, it's always, like, really good anyway. So you're like, oh, it's fine. Maybe I thought I needed that in a guy, but I really don't (laughs) because look at how good it's going. Right, yeah. (laughs) And then it's not. (laughs) Yeah, and then it's done, and then you remember all those things that came up in the beginning that you should have paid attention (laughs) to. (laughs) Um, So what's your thought about first date who pays? Okay. Okay. This is such an interesting topic to me from both a women and a male perspective because there are such varying answers and, like, how people – like, how each party interprets each Mm -hmm. action. Mm -hmm. So, like, I was listening to something and, um like – or, yeah, some guy made a comment with, like, oh, well, if a girl pays on a – or, like, tries to pay on the first date, I think I'm being friend-zoned. And I was like, huh. I never heard that before and I never would have thought about that. But I'm a big like oh, I don't need you to take care like I have mixed I have mixed uh feelings about <laughs> paying on a first date. So there is like an old me for a lot of my life is the version that's like I don't need you to pay for me. I'm going to offer to pay like I can take care of myself. I can buy my own fucking dinner. I'm not here to get a free meal. I'm not here because I'm bored. I'm here because I'm interested and like this is you know I want my relationships to be equal. Um and so I I will offer to pay on the first date. Um but I think the alternative version of that for me and this is like kind of the more uh like, I I kind of believe this for all dates, not just the first date, is who invited who? Like, whose mm-hmm, idea was the mm-hmm, date? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you invite me to this, like, five-star, like, super exclusive, super fucking expensive uh, restaurant because you're trying to show off, I don't feel obligated to pay for that because you made that decision and right. you invited me. Right. But, like, Yeah. I, I stand by that. Like who invited who and who chose the place I think is a big thing. Cause so it's like one thing if the guy's like, Hey, I'd like to see you again. Can we do that? And you're like, yeah, sure. I'm going to make dinner reservations at this place. And like, let's go do this. And you're just being like bougie AF. Like, I think that that's really fucking shitty if you're Mm -hmm. expecting somebody to pay. But if you're going to like, applebee's (laughs) not that anybody like let's hope that you're not going to applebee's on your first date but like if you're going having like a 40 dollar meal or something Uh uh-huh or like a quick bite or lunch or whatever like i don't know and then i i don't know i think i i like when a guy pays um but but with that i am bad at um i feel guilty I feel guilty and I feel the need to reciprocate then, which Mm -hmm. is fine if you're intending a second date. But if you're not intending a second date, then I feel like I I used you. Yeah, I never really I I used to work with a girl who um, would just go. She was like single and she would just like set up a a bunch of dates throughout the week, like from Tinder or whatever the app was at the time, um, just so that she could like get free meals. And I was like, that's funny and like good for you but like I could my conscious conscience could never (laughs) yeah I couldn't do that so like I feel like I expect the guy to pay for a first date if I'm if I know in my head I want a second date if I know in my head I don't want a second date I will probably offer to split
1: what about
0: if you're on a first date um with someone and on the date you realize it's awful. Do you revenge make him pay? <laughs> you're like I hate this guy, you pay for it. <laughs> okay, if he's like a dick, then yeah, like you're paying and fuck you. Like if I have no if I would have like no problem telling him to like fuck off, then like yeah, he's paying. But if like it's just not good and I'm like, "Oh, honey, like we're like not on the same page here. I must split this with you." Like <laughs> Well, and that's probably why that guy said that. It was like, if I if a girl offers to pay, I'm getting friend zoned. Probably right. because, like, oh, sweetheart, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think no. the best case scenario is doing some kind of activity where, um, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, uh, this is a bad example, but, like, a festival or like a fair or something where there's like oh hey let me get this round of drinks at this yep. bo- this booth yep. and then you get you get popcorn oh i'll get this or like a movie is a perfect perfect example i'm a big like oh i paid for the tickets you get the food you got the food i'll get the or yeah like or vice versa i'm huge with that too and i think that like you you probably vouch for this too even with friends i don't uh-huh. like cash exchange or like splitting a bill or like you owe me ten dollars for those drinks like that feels so stingy and like icky to me I hate when people are like oh um I bought you coffee I'm like oh like okay do I owe you five dollars now like yeah can I just get coffee next time like (laughs) can we just exchange these these things instead of like yeah I hate it so I don't I mean I'll offer to split and stuff and like especially if it's like a big group or something like I'm gonna be like all right let's split or like I'll put it on my card everyone Venmo me like that kind of Mm -hmm. thing but I hate like anything under like $20 cash exchange is icky to me yeah don't get petty about like you know, well, actually, you owe me $12, not 10 but... Okay. Right, especially <laughs> if it's, a, like, what you were just describing, I, I would call, like, a multi-part thing, like, movies, for instance. Like, if it's a multi-part movie thing, then, like, yeah, okay, you buy the tickets, I'll buy the snacks, like, or you buy whatever. Don't, like give me the $15 for the tickets and then expect me to give you $8 back for the snacks. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. That's too much cash exchange. Like you do one, I do the other. We'll hope that it ends up relatively equal. Right. Or just appreciate the, you know, we're in this togetherness Yeah. versus like, I don't know. I think, I think, you know, you're, especially if you're like on a date, ideal scenario you're trying to be in a relationship with this person so like in your relationship shouldn't you have some sense of shared finances or like yeah and I mean obviously that sounds super serious so it's like marriage level but like you know like some sense of like partnership team we're a team like we can trust that you know I'm not gonna or hopefully if if this isn't – if you don't want – like there are some guys too that I think like want to have a woman that they like take care of. If that's not what you want and you want to have like more of a equal split like partnership, then cool. Then like let's let's try that out. Like let's trust that I'm not going to like take advantage of you to pay for every single thing. Okay. That brings up a question for me to ask you. So with that being said, I feel like – like, how would you react if you were on a first date and then the guy asked you to split? <laughs> that's a good question. Um, the true answer that I don't want to have to admit uh-huh. is I would, uh-huh. I would hate that. Uh huh. Me too. I want to be the one that, like, I want you to. Have, God, I hate this. I hate saying this out loud. I no, want it's exactly you how to, I feel yeah you should you should go into it expecting expecting to pay i I'm a little bit old school, I think, but again, that's why I say like it's just preference there are, if if that's not what you want, then like go find a girl that feels that way too mm-hmm. it's but that is such a small like nuance because i i don't want you to have to pay for everything, but also I want you to expect to have to and then like I can be like no i'll 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 help or I'll pay for it. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, a lot of this conversation makes me feel like not super proud of myself, but <laughs> but it's the truth and like I I don't know. It's just the way that it is. Like, but this is where this is where I say that like I'm a shitty feminist because like I want you to do all those things for me, but then I also want you to know that like I can do manly shit too. Like I can probably um like change my oil or change a tire faster than you and i can also definitely outshoot you and like all Mm -hmm. these things that are like supposed to be guy activities that like i can do but then at the same time like um okay like you're gonna go shovel the driveway right because it's fucking cold out there and i'm a girl yeah (laughs) so So i'm like i'm a shitty feminist i just appreciate when like um i think hang on wait 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 sorry i'm so sorry I think I want to I want to come back to the shitty feminist thing, because I don't think this does make you a shitty feminist. A fe- feminism is about like equality, like women equality. And I think exactly what you're describing is that like, hey, I want you to do these things because, you know, I that's not because you can't or because you think it's a uh man's role like if you were gay and you were in a like a female relationship you want it's the intention that you want someone to dote on you Mm. right it's not the man yeah it's not the man it's your partner whoever that may be but like I also still really value like old school um old school things for the most part like I really enjoy cooking and like making a meal for you and taking care of you and like doing things that are woman roles but then mm-hmm. also like I really don't want to clean that up so like can you <laughs> do the dishes after please And I think I still maintain I think that's um just a matter of preference, preference. because cool. it, it comes it comes down to to me at least maybe and maybe if if I'm misconstruing things like You guys, please let us know what you guys – or what your take is. But I think that it's more about, um, you know, I want to be taken seriously. Like, I want to – on, like, a very fundamental – you know level in a relationship. I want to have a job. I want to go work part-time. I don't want to be stuck at home um you know just raising doing, the kids. Raising kids and doing laundry and running running errands and making this house go around like I don't th- want to like and but I think feminism is about having that choice. Like if that is what you want to do, um then do it. If that's not what you want to do, you have the opportunity to not do that. Mm-hmm. So it's like I want for you. Like I like You know, making making a dinner and having that on the table just because that's something that you enjoy and it feels nice to you, and you that is like you want to do something nice for your partner, Mm -hmm. not because he's because demanding it, yeah, or because you feel limited because you as a woman only have that as an option. Yeah, yeah, I will say that. Like, I yeah, I agree with that, and I definitely seek like I appreciate um like old school kind of standard gender roles i guess with like mm-hmm. that's a man's job that's a female's job like i don't hate those but where what i hate is when somebody tells me i can't do something mm-hmm. and that's where i'm like oh n- no but like i really can and you should also know that like um i'm not afraid to hurt you so <laughs> so um like, I can do all of the above. I just don't want to. So, like, I'm independent enough that, like, I could I could survive without you, but I don't want to. That's sweet. Yeah. You know, I was thinking earlier is that um, for <laughs> – so I have spent a lot of my life thinking that I was a very independent person <laughs> and that I could survive on my own. Um, but I think I've come to the point in my life where that is, I'm not as independent or self-sufficient as, um, one me might hope and think. And Is this about spiders? No, no. It was about, um, my taxes. <laughs> oh. I've, I like, I've never done my taxes. <laughs> like, okay. I've, like, my taxes get done, but not by me. And I, uh, so like, I have had or I haven't asked but like my stepdad is like kind of um, I think like what you are describing because <laughs> you know when I graduated college and like my my car and everything like was my own responsibility I realized for the first time that like my stepdad would just take like whenever I was especially or like when I was in college even when I was just home um, for break or something, he would just take, take my car, car in and, and get my <laughs> oil changed. He would send in the information like to get my, ins- he would get my car inspected and get my inspection sticker and put it on for me. Like literally there was not a moment in my brain where I realized that those were things that I had to do for like I, I had no idea I had no idea that you had to change the inspection sticker every year and I'm like this is so embarrassing but like he does my taxes for, he's like always done my taxes for me until this year now I'm married and now Rob does my taxes for me. and I'm just like uh I was like collecting all my all my tax forms and stuff and I like sent it to Rob and I was like I'm very blessed <laughs> like, this, is, this is the most work I've ever had to do for my own taxes so like stuff like that and I'm just like wow yeah I am not I am not an independent woman I come to realize but like I think that you you as much as that does make you sound not independent I think if you were forced into a situation where you had to be like you could figure it out like would it too. would it come without like blood sweat and tears absolutely not but <laughs> <laughs> like this was something that um so when my friend Andy came to visit me this summer she um like hadn't flown alone before or she, like maybe she had flown alone but it was like a really short flight and it was like 12 years ago uh-huh so like flying she was like kind of anxious about it and that's like new york to alaska is a big trip like that yeah that's not a short flight for like a newbie and she had some quick layovers well like her her um flight in chicago ended up getting delayed like 6 hours so she was going to miss all of her other legs and awful. like she was like this is my worst nightmare like this is awful mm-hmm. but i And, like, when she got here, I was, like, hold on. So, like, she ended up, like, rerouting. She went to, like, California and then Seattle. Like, she had, like, all these different flights, and she fucking handled it because it was overnight for me. Like, it was, like, 4 in the morning for me when all of this was going on. So I was, like, very little assistance because she was, like, texting me, and I was, like, falling back asleep. And, Uh, like, I was very little help to her. And, like, she figured the fuck out of that. And I was, like – so proud of her because I like I was anxious that like oh my gosh she's like this is gonna be so bad like this is gonna make her so anxious and I was like feeling so anxious for it and then when she finally got here and I was like hold on a second like I just want to point out that you're kind of a badass like that was really badass that you just stepped up and, like, took care of it. And you were yeah. you were forced into that position. Was it ideal? No. But did you fucking do it? Yeah. And can you – does that make you, like, feel a little bit empowered that you can do way more things? Fuck yeah. hmm And, yep. like, it's things like that where I always just, like, encourage people to, like, step outside of their comfort zones and, like, learn something. I don't know. And, like, and it just makes you appreciate other people more, too. Like, so you learned that <laughs> – taxes suck and like <laughs> you now probably have like a different appreciation for Armand for like doing those for you for this long and like I don't know well yeah and it's um that was a tangent uh, but no 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 I think <laughs> you're right and I think part of part that is um I have certain things that I still am having a hard time reconciling with you know like <laughs> the one that comes to mind is like when you get married and like having like joining accounts and stuff I'm like but like I want to I still want to have my own like I want to have my own bank account like I want to manage my own stuff like what if Rob died in like 10 years and then I have to like go I don't have any of my own shit that I've been running on my own I gotta like figure all that out I don't know I think there's some value to like maintaining some of the so for to for your examples like you know if I if you get uh I don't know like you have to for some reason have to like change your own oil or change your own tire like doing those things occasionally is like nice because it's like Okay, I can still maintain like some of my my skills mm-hmm. <laughs> as an as an individual and I don't have to like rely on someone else like all the time. That's I f- feel like it's probably less of a, a of a thought for you, but that's something I think about where I'm like I don't want to get I have a fear of getting too comfortable as like a couple and then not being able to like do anything for myself. So I think that there's like I have mixed feelings on this one too. Cause I think there's some beauty to that, that like, I literally could not survive without you. Like as icky as, as, as icky as that sounds, but like, I'm going to talk about my aunt for a second. Like she is always like, I don't know what I'm going to do if he dies first. Like I will literally die because mm-hmm. I physically cannot survive without him. And it's not a relying on him thing. I mean, I think to some extent it is, like, <laughs> financially and, like, uh, just, like, figuring everything out that, like, he does, like, would suck. Mm-hmm. But I have full confidence that, like, she could do that. It's just, like, uh, we do everything as a partner. Like, we we are partners in life. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I think that there's some beauty to, like, to that. But I also think that, like, we need to not live in a fantasy world and be realistic in that, too. Mm-hmm. yep I agree so yeah I mean I like the idea of like joint accounts I guess for like big things but like I think play money and stuff should be like kept separate and there should be a level of like okay well like I earn more than you so like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I've I've always my dream like situation in this is just like okay, you pay the mortgage, I pay the utilities. And like, then we have like a joint account where like, say, you know, you make X amount, I make X amount. So like I'm making 20% more than you. So I put 60% into a joint account every, Mm -hmm. like I put a thousand dollars into a joint account every month and you put 600 into a joint account every month because like, that's the percentage of our income that makes it equal for us. But then that's our play money. And also those are those decisions and those conversations are, I think, really good for relationships because like you have it's an exercise of being on the same page and like coming up with a plan and like a goal and Mm -hmm. knowing these are the steps we're going to take and like laying that out together like as partners, but still like being able to um, have those like realistic expectations and just like exercises it's a it's an exercise to avoid resentment too
1: because I think
0: that money often um money starting from like literally the first date who pays on the first date can lead to resenting the other person who's involved in that exchange right yeah (laughs) all right so takeaway point guys do something free on your first date (laughs) go on a hike (laughs) True, truly. I don't, um, I just don't know how pe- people, especially, I think this is a, a Dallas thing. Um, like material things is a big, a big component for people. And I find that so strange. Mm, that's not, it's not like that here. It is in like different ways, though. It's like, ooh, I have a cabin or like, But it's not Uh like, look at my fancy bag that I'm bringing on this date. It's like, hey, I have access to us for us to go do like all these things. Or like I have snow machines or I have four wheelers. Like, let's go do Alaska shit. It's like- how do you feel about – I was actually thinking about the snow machines. I was like, yeah, if you, like, met someone who you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, they have snow machines. Like, we're going to have a fun date. <laughs> um, but how do you feel about, like, uh, you meet a guy, he shows up, and he has, like – this. <coughs> oh, my God. Plastic. Sorry again. You're fine. Um, and he has some, like, fancy – like, super, like, nice, fancy car. Does that influence how you – Perceive him or like how the date's gonna go? Like, does that have any weight for you? Mm, no, because my car's also nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I okay, so I guess it depends on what that is. I'm not really into like super flashy things. I appreciate nice and I would say I appreciate quality. I was gonna say, you like quality over like the name. So, yeah, perce- perceived value. I like quality over luxury. I think Mm -hmm. that's not to say I don't like to feel luxurious or whatever, but like, I mean, I'm not like if a dude shows up in a sports car or something like that's just not probably my type of dude anyway. Like, Mm -hmm. I would prefer a guy show up in like a really nice truck or like. I think it has that. I think it has the opposite effect on me. Like this guy, I went on the this date with this guy once and he showed up in this like car like this I don't even know what kind of car it was but it was like some like nice car that you'd like fixed up and it made it really loud and it had like matte black paint and it was like you know and like all custom everything and I was just it like turned me off so fast I was like I hate this I hate so this. and I think like there's a level of like douchebaggery kind of associated with stuff like that. But, but that's not to say that like if somebody showed up in like an old classic car and it was like really like decked Mm -hmm. out and like sick and like they did that because that's their passion. Mm -hmm. And they did it themselves. Yeah. That's different for me. Even like the, the guy in like the sports car that you're talking about, like if that's his passion and like that's what he devotes his time to like, I respect that. But if you're doing that because, like, your music can be louder and your car can be faster and, like, you have mm-hmm, a small mm-hmm. penis, like, that's different. And that's uh. that's a turnoff for me. I'm all about, like, I'm all about function with quality. Like, mm-hmm. I drive a Toyota 4Runner, like, but then, you know, when I bought it, like, I needed four-wheel drive. I needed something that could tow but I also want to look cute. Yeah so, a car. yeah. so I like the function behind it, but I also like driving it because it looks good and it makes me happy. So yeah, takeaway points. I don't think chivalry is dead, but I do think that there's some modern chivalry. And I think that there's like just a level of respect of like why you're doing it. Don't, make the other person feel incapable by doing Mm. things and Mm -hmm. and then reciprocate it so like if you're the female and you're expecting like a guy to do those things then you can't like you know you can't just be there for free dates and like for them to hold the door open and treat you like a queen like you need to then find out what makes this goes back to our love language like find out what their love language is and then speak that back totally agree yeah, I was, all I was going to say was I think it's um you know, it's a matter of you know, respect. I think uh from the guy's perspective, don't force it. I don't like don't force it on someone. Like if they don't like it, like it's not a rule. It's nice. It's sweet that you do that, but like don't get your panties in a bunch if like she wants to pay or if she wants to like do some kind of, I don't know, like go have and-, and then from go go ahead oh yeah and then from the woman's perspective like don't just don't take advantage of it like that's yeah and this goes back to what we always say just communicate like if you're a guy and it's important to you to pay for the first date communicate that if you're a girl Mm -hmm. and it's important to you to split the first date communicate it like Mm -hmm. fucking communicate from day one yep Wow, it's amazing how many things can be solved with communication. Weird.
1: (laughs) Ew, but let's still
0: not do it. Yeah, that's too easy. It's amazing what can happen when you just drink enough water every day, but I'm going to not do that. Yeah, but it's still like, oh, but here's my iced coffee. Yeah, (laughs) literally I'm sipping on one right now. (laughs) I know, same. I'm like literally looking at my coffee. Frick. All right. All right, guys. Like always, like honestly, you can find us on Instagram at like honestly pod. Share us with a friend. Share us with your neighbor. Don't share us with your um, religious coworker who is going to see your boob pics. (laughs) Always, always be careful of who you show your phone to, folks. (laughs) All right. Have a good week, friends. Oh, leave us a review. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Do you know? You know. You do know the, the drill. Things. You know the drill. Yeah. All, all right, right, bye guys. Bye.